So on this episode of What's Up Welland, we are here with City Clerk Tara Stevens for a What You Need to Know episode. And this episode uh, focuses solely on the strong mayor powers that the province has given to the city of Welland. Uh, so with that, there's a lot of questions and here to answer some of them is our city clerk. And let's find out what you need to know about strong mayor powers. Today, we have the pleasure of sitting with and welcoming back our very own city clerk, Tara Stevens. And Tara, we get to dive in with what you know to date with regards to strong mayor powers. So welcome back. And first and foremost, let's figure out what exactly are strong mayor powers? Yeah, so strong mayor powers. So it's been kind of a talk of um, a lot of municipalities recently because on August 21st, Ontario Premier Doug Ford had announced that 21 additional municipalities would be receiving strong mayor powers, uh, which included the city of Welland. Um, So um, it has to do with uh, legislation related to the Municipal Act as well as other Ontario regulations, which will apply to the city of Welland starting on October 31st, 2013. 23. So in order for the municipalities to be granted strong mayor powers, the head of council was required to commit to a meeting to meeting a provincial housing target. So that's what our mayor campaign has done. So we've heard a lot about strong mayor powers, especially lately. And of course, since they were announced, um, what is that taking the place of? What has the traditional system been? Yeah, so the traditional system was what they like to call the weak mayor system, uh, where basically it was that the mayor only had one single vote, uh, similar to any other member of council, and limited individual executive authority. So with then a shift in what the mayor's power was to what it will soon be, what... So under this new strong mayor powers legislation, what exactly that you know so far will those powers include or shift to? Yeah, so there's a few uh, different things. So under the new legislation, the mayor's powers would include appointing and dismissing the chief administrative officer or city manager, as well as various senior uh, managers. Um, That's with the exception of any statutory officers. So those would be your clerk, treasurer, chief building official, fire chief, auditor, and anything else under legislation that a municipality is required to have. Um, the appointing chairs and vice chairs to committees and local boards and creating committees of council to dis- to ass- and assigning their functions, uh, bringing matters forward to council in, uh, for consideration if it's of the opinion that it, the matter could potentially advance a prescribed provincial priority um, in relation to the provincial housing target, uh, vetoing certain bylaws approved by council if, again, it's of the opinion that all or part of the bylaw could potentially interfere with that provincial priority, uh, proposing and preparing a municipal budget. So council may adopt, so when if a mayor was to approve this, um, the council may adopt or amend the mayor's budget, but then it gets a little bit more, um, I don't want to say convoluted, but a little bit more um, difficult where the mayor can then veto the council's amendment and then council may veto the mayor's veto so it goes kind of back and forth so there's some work to be done there to make sure we have everything in place Um, the mayor the strong mayor powers allow for directing city staff and writing Uh, the mayor also has the ability to delegate powers and duties in accordance with the municipal act uh, for the following cao organizational structure 
local boards and committees. So um, in addition, the mayor is required to exercise power or perform a duty in writing. Um, so with that, the mayor will produce a written record um, by the next business day to each member of council and the clerk, identifying that if they have chosen to use their strong mayor powers, um, those decisions will be subject to MFIPA, so the Municipal Privacy Act, um, to ensure that the record can be made public and there's nothing you know, confidential or private in there that could be, um, you know, of a concern to anyone. And any directions to the employees are to be provided in writing to the clerk and CAO. So, I mean, it sounds like a lot, <laughs> but it is in some ways restricted to certain areas, yeah. um, as you mentioned. Yeah. So as your role as the city clerk, as, you know, kind of the overseer of council, you are the you know, the expert in the room of the, the process and the municipal act and all those great things. Um, and, and, and obviously you're, you are going to have a role with the strong mayor powers and how things unfold. What can you tell us about the impact of strong mayors on the clerk's position? Yeah. So, uh, right now what it's, um, what it is, is just researching and figuring out best practices. Um, so luckily, I have some resources that are at my fingertips that I can use uh, with regards to the previous municipalities that were given strong mayor powers. I'm able to see what they had done in the past, um, see what works, see what doesn't work. Um, I want to ensure that the public and council is aware of what everything means with the strong mayor power. Um, so, for example, we had John Mascaren come forward on September 12th and make a presentation to council, provided a great overview to council uh, with regards to the strong mayor powers to kind of get everyone thinking, which also allows council the opportunity to ask questions before that October 31st uh, start date sort of thing. Um, in addition to that, I'll be reviewing documents, bylaws, and anything else that may need to be amended following the strong mayor powers, um, if anything, really. Um, prepare any documentation in advance if the mayor was to choose to use their powers. And then if there's, uh, and then there will be a section on our City of Welland website that'll be created, which will allow for those decisions made by the mayor if he does choose to make them. Um, so that they can be made public to everyone. So in addition to that, it's just kind of walking through the steps and processes ensure, and ensuring that everyone has the information they need to move things along, again, if the mayor cho chooses to use those powers. And this is all obviously very new um, to all municipalities, even the ones that were granted strong mayor powers right out of the gate. So mm -hmm. is it a fair assessment to say there's still a lot to learn, there's still a lot to navigate uh, when and if strong mayor powers are used, what that's going to look like? There's, mm -hmm. there's probably still more questions than answers at this point. Yeah, exactly. Even for myself, just more so because some things you know, it's a little bit of a gray area or it doesn't speak to something. So, you know, checking in with solicitors and our, le our uh, legal team and making sure that we have everything in place to ensure that we follow it accordingly. Well, Tara, thank you very much for giving us the breakdown of what you need to know about strong mayor powers. And um, certainly as we need to do this again, as more information <laughs> becomes available uh, and, and there's a need and an appetite to learn more, we'll have you back. Sounds good. Well, Mark, as you said in the introduction, there are a lot of questions swirling around strong mayor powers, and there will continue to be. But if episodes like today's, if future episodes with the city clerk, 
with anyone who can shed some light and some insight into what these powers mean for the city of Welland, you know we're going to have these conversations because at the end of the day, they help clarify what is in store or what may be in store for the city of Welland, for our mayor. Was there any key takeaway you had from all the great information that Tara brought to uh, to today's chat? Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily a key takeaway, Paul. I think it's just, again, we're navigating unknown waters. This is all very new for every municipality that's been granted the strong mayor powers. And, um, you know, one of our goals uh, of this podcast, but of our communications in general, is to get a handle on what this legislation is and to share with uh, the public um, that information that we get from the province or from the legislation and try to break it down into ways that we can all best understand it. And, and as you mentioned, with so many questions and the newness of it, uh, it's going to take a little bit of time for us to do that, of course. But I think, you know, this is a good first start. And as Tara mentioned, you know, we had a great presentation at council on September 12th from John Mascaren uh, to really kind of lay out that initial framework. And even hearing him talk about it, you know, there still are a lot of unknowns, even for somebody who's so well versed in the municipal governance world. So you know, lot, lots to come, I think. Um, and, and just, you know, as we keep getting information, we'll continue to share it so that we can all take this journey together. I think it's significant that people are admitting there are unknowns and then working to fill in those gaps or working to fill in the the blanks. And as we have more information on all things Strong Mayor Powers, you can believe we will be, we will be back. We will be sharing that with anyone listening. So stay tuned to all of our future episodes, and especially those that pertain to this new legislation. And you can catch that at engagewelland.ca slash podcast.